Hello, Cracker Barrel family. Welcome to another special edition of the Barrelcast. Today, we're talking about Danny Meyer's book, Setting the Table, What It Means to Be a 51% Manager. Meyer provides a roadmap to build your people skills and how to drive your business focusing on the 51%. The 51% manager knows that how you make people feel will get you much further than your own tactical abilities. Through years of experience in the restaurant business, Meyer began to realize that the tactical and technical skills of the job are important, the 49%. Being passionate about our food and our standards should be top of mind. But what really makes a restaurant stand out to both employees and guests is the 51%. This side of leadership is all about kindness, empathy, self-awareness, and integrity. Meyer lists five core emotional skills that allow you to be a successful 51% manager. First, you have to have optimistic warmth. You must be genuine, kind, thoughtful in your words and actions. You have to be authentic and listen to your employees and your guests. DM Scott Marazzi put it this way. The managers um, and leaders that I have, uh, I guess, been um, involved with or who, who have worked for me or who I've worked for have all had a really innate ability to really, um, I, I think, get to know me as a person, listen to needs and react to that. So the empathetic and the listening piece to me uh, really allows the managers to um, to operate at, at a different level than than others. Second, intelligence, intellectual curiosity that makes you want to learn for the sake of learning. You should always want to be improving, evolving, eager to figure out day-to-day challenges and offer solutions. Restaurant RVP Aaron Howard shared this example. And the people that I see that are really good at it, they, they hunger and they thirst after, I'll say, growth or different perspectives of thinking. Chad Skeen, as a DM, is one of those people. He's worked for many great bosses in his career at Cracker Barrel. But he loves the conversation and loves the learning and loves the different perspective of people, which is a sign of intellectual curiosity. Let me learn all that I can learn from everybody that I can learn it from and apply it in a way that that fits my core values. Third, work ethic. A natural tendency to do something as well as it can possibly be done. It's not hard to teach someone plate appearance, but it is impossible to teach someone to care deeply about how the plate appears. Fourth, empathy. Awareness of and care for how others feel and how your actions make them feel. You can never be truly hospitable if you lack empathy and the emotional ability to understand others. Another experience Aaron shared is... And a great example of that literally just happened two days ago. You know, Jerome Gonzalez, DM District 25, picked up Elkhart, Indiana, which is a struggling store. We, we just terminated a GM out of there. Uh, we've got an associate that's high-performing, high-potential running it. And, and Jerome went in there and said, hey, I get it. You know, we don't know what we don't know yet. We're struggling. What's standing between you and feeling comfortable and confident in your store right now? And Jeremiah, the, the associate that's running point right now, said, 
hey, we're disorganized. You know, our ordering is bad. And Jerome took off the sports coat and said, let me help you. And he worked with them for two hours, worked with all the associates in the building, taught them how to organize, how to get sheep to shell. And then he asked the right questions. And he said, okay, so now we're where you feel comfortable, you feel good, you have understanding. What do you need me to do to support you not to fall into this trap again? How do I know that it's going to be maintained this way going forward? And and I got to interact with those associates yesterday, the day after he did this, and they feel empowered, they feel encouraged because somebody understands what they're going through. And I think that's a great role model for what empathy is. It's not always getting down in the mud and I'll say just saying you understand. It's role modeling how to get out of it. Fifth, self-awareness and integrity. Understanding what makes you tick and a natural ability to be accountable for doing the right thing with honesty and excellent judgment. The biggest compliment you can receive as a manager that lets you know you're moving in the right direction is when the guests can compliment the food and or product, but more importantly, they compliment how they felt while dining with you. This is achieved by allowing yourself to be in the moment with people, being genuine and caring, allowing everyone's voice to be heard, and offering solutions to issues that actually show you are listening. Retail RVP Jackie Muma recounted this experience. But I know as a leader, you have to know your people and know when your people are not engaged, and then really ask the questions to find out why. And if an employee comes to a manager or a district manager comes to a retail vice president of the organization, really stop and take the time to listen to find out what is the root cause of the behavior that we do not see. So recently I had a district manager go through a personal situation and really just giving her the time off she needed in order to deal with the situation that was given to her and being there for her team through this time and then also continuing to follow up. What else can I do for you as a leader? Even as she got reacclimated to the business, I think that's critical as leaders that we take the time to let our employees know that we're there for them and then what can we do to support them through the situation and then that follow-up piece once they have returned to the business and to continue to know they have support and they continue to work through the challenges. Meyer adopted the model of enlightened hospitality. He understood the kindness and empathy had to be first shown to the internal guest and then allowed this to flow over into how the external guests were treated every time they walked through the doors. This type of mindset leads to long-term success. We have said that the guest experience will never exceed the employee experience. Instead of speaking crossly or condescendingly to employees when they do something that halts the flow of business, seek to understand, listen, and support them in the solution. Scott described his personal experience this way. I've had a variety of experiences throughout my 30-plus restaurant career uh, that have, uh, when I looked back on those experiences and really events, it was my ability to control my own emotions um, 
that made the outcome successful. What I mean by that is, is my, I was, I was able to think clearly. I didn't overreact. Uh, I was able to lead with, um, with uh, clear communication for my team. And we were able to resolve that, whatever that variety of situation was, because whatever you do, you know, you've got a hundred people behind you that are going to exactly do replicate what your behavior is. And so if, if that's not favorable <laughs> uh, or if, you know, that's off the chart, you're, you're going to have chaos. It's something that I, I kind of pride myself on in, in over the, over the course of my career um, with some situations that have been very favorable because of the way I've, I've been able to stay cool and, and calm and collected in those situations. Instead of avoiding a table who may be displeased with their service or food, acknowledge and address the problem as soon as you can. Offer a sincere apology. Show gratitude for an opportunity to make it right. They could say nothing and never return. DM Will Jor gave this example. When it comes to dealing with guest issues, you know, perception is reality. So if they say you, if they see you come out and, well, yeah, no, those, uh, you know, those pancakes look right. You know, yeah, that's, that's what you order, you know, whether it's from a manager or for a guest right away you're hitting that emotional vein of that person, right? So there you're realizing, hey, this guy isn't on my side or this gal isn't on my side and and this and that. So like you said, to kind of flip that script, you really need to connect with that emotional piece because it is an emotional action. I mean, coming out to eat, you wanted what you ordered, you know, let's get you what you ordered. And hey, I wouldn't want that either, you know? And I I remember uh, talking to a mom on Mother's Day years ago when I was a GM and she came up to me at the fireplace and was like, you know, this is wrong. And I came out here to take my mom out, this and that. And I literally, like, told her to take my hand. And we walked. And I said, hey, you shouldn't feel like that on Mother's Day. You know, you're you're special. You guys came to a special place. You shouldn't feel like that on Mother's Day. Let's get you taken care of. So it's just making that connection with this really early when I've dealt with any guest issue. Putting hospitality at the forefront of our relationships for everyone who we engage with Every shift is critical to a successful business. Hospitality exists when you believe the other person is on your side rather than getting defensive or avoiding the situation. Hospitality is about something happening for our employees and guests, not about something happening to them. You have to strive to be proactive with your hospitality. If you can foresee a moment or an opportunity to give kindness, thoughtfulness, an employer guest, that will be the true sign of you performing at your best. Start seeking out these moments on a daily basis. No matter the amount of technology enhancements, restaurants will remain a people-oriented business. Nothing will ever replace true and genuine human connection. That's why hospitality isn't just something you can stamp out on an assembly line. We'll also describe this interaction. Another example is, you know, I came into a store and uh, I, I, I'm talking to everybody and all of a sudden Jeanette came up to me and she's like, uh, hey, uh, Bernie wants to talk to you. I'm like, uh, OK, who's Bernie? You know, <laughs> and uh, oh, we have this uh, combat veteran that comes in almost every day. Uh, he wants to sit down and buy you a cup of coffee. And I said, oh, that's great. So I went out there, sat down, let him tell me some stories. I told him some stories. Uh, we end, we ended up both having three boys, which was just amazing. And we connected on a couple other things too. 
but, you know, I, I took time out to take care of our guests. And, you know, our employees are watching that. Even some of our guests might notice that, too, that this guy usually comes in by himself. Now he has someone sitting with him. And, you know, to me, I try to look at the long-term result when you look at behaviors is that it will, it will become maybe a repeat behavior. More people were smiling. And those smiles, those type of take care actions, it can be really, really contagious. So, Achieving this type of culture in your unit is how you will start to see a shift in employees providing their discretionary effort in alignment with what you stand for as a manager, regardless of the challenges they encounter. People want to be seen, accepted, and appreciated. The more we can deliver that experience through our teams, the more you'll see guests start to return over and over again. Not just because we provided a great culinary experience, but because we made them feel welcome, valued, and important when they visited us. This starts with turning over the rocks and connecting the dots. Dots are really just information. The more information you have about people, the easier it is to make meaningful connections. This is how you engage with a shared experience, but you have to choose to look. Jackie put it this way. To me, that's a really fun concept because if a guest walks in and they have one of our banded sweatshirts on, you can make engagement with that guest through saying, oh, look at your sweatshirt. I love that. I know where you purchased that at. They typically respond, I love your banded sweatshirt. Taking the guest, showing them the new ones that we have received in, whether it's a holiday one, a fall one, and then really finding out why they like it. And then what else do they like? What else can I add on to it? And then we take them on the journey through the Cracker Barrel. And a lot of times it leads right into the restaurant experience because currently they come in and like, oh, I'd love your holiday pie. They have it at the table. As they exit the dining room, don't forget to take your pie with you. You told me you loved our chocolate futon pie. And through that, we have created great guest interactions and experiences. And it's great to see it come to life in the retail store and then also the restaurant and how you can connect that, those dots for the guest throughout their experience with us. Meyer said, you may think, as I once did, that I'm primarily in the business of serving good food. Actually, though, Food is secondary to something that matters even more. In the end, what is more meaningful is creating positive, uplifting outcomes for human experiences and human relationships. Business, like life, is all about how you make people feel. It is that simple, and it is that hard. The book is setting the table. It's available on audio wherever you listen. Enjoy the journey. That's all for today, Cracker Barrel family. See you down the road.